But, but let me ask you, it's, it's called the Inflation Reduction Act. But the Congressional Budget Act uh, uh, Office, which is nonpartisan, said that there would be a negligible impact on inflation this year and barely impact inflation at all uh, next year. I mean, isn't it almost Orwellian? How can you call it Inflation Reduction no. Act when the nonpartisan experts say it's not going to? So I appreciate that. Out? I appreciate the question. We've actually addressed this, the, the CBO. It was the top line number. There's more in there that shows uh, that it will have the money uh, from. Remember how we're doing this, too. It's it's making sure that billionaires uh, in corporate America are paying, are paying their fair share. It is August 17th, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Just go to the all my links. It's in the description and you will be able to find all of Rob's socials. Now, without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Thank you, Stu. You know, yesterday was the anniversary of when Elvis Presley died in 1973. So what's that? 20, 45 years ago, Stu. Um, Stu, do you, where were you when that happened? I was a glimmer in my dad's eyes. A glimmer in your dad's eye. Well, Stu, I was just, you know, but I can remember where I was. And uh, it's kind of a momentous moment, Stu. Um, one of those things. Where were you when uh, OJ drove off in the white Jeep? Uh, I posted something on Facebook about it. And uh, every uh, I had lots of comments and lots of folks um, remembered exactly where they were. Elvis was an icon, Stu. He was a cultural icon. Uh, I like me some Elvis. Stu, I don't like me the Department of Justice or the FBI, though. Let me tell you that. Um, Merrick Garland. But by the way, Stu, you know, that's not really his name. Um, do you know that? I mean, that's not his family's name. What's his name? I, well, it was Garfinkel originally. And Stu, I have a little bit of a problem with people who change their name. What are you ashamed of your background or something? You're trying to be somebody you're not. It's just, it's, you know, John Kerry did a little of this stuff. Some other folks have done it. You know, when politicians do it, it's just, I don't know, Steph. That's for, that's another topic for another day. But remember how Merrick Garland, Weasley man that he is, was on TV the other day talking about transparency, blah, blah, blah. Well, it turns out that the Justice Department uh, filed a motion to not unseal, to keep the affidavit in which the warrant was based under seal. The affidavit, of course, is what establishes probable cause. Now, Stu, the FBI is so dishonest. Um, ever since this happened, they've been leaking information to various news papers to kind of throw up these trial balloons to see how people will take various lies that they're trying to propagate. Um, you know, at first, they kind of tried that and said that Garland didn't know anything about it. You know, then when it became pretty obvious he would have had to, he goes on TV and says, yes, I signed off on it. Then they try some more trial balloons. Then they tried try this nuclear secrets at risk trial balloon. And of course, dude, there's never been a president more protective of national security than Donald Trump. Um, like he's going to go 
be careless with whatever information he might know or had. Um, uh, but then it comes out today uh, or yesterday that um, Merrick Garland states for the, the FBI's states and maybe some operatives there state that he debated this for, for, for months. Well, still, if this is such a serious thing and he debated it for months, why didn't he act any sooner? Makes no sense to, especially when in the warrant, when he explained that the other day, he said they had to act. Stu, I find in my experience in practicing law and coming across certain folks that lie a lot, two things. One, they have no compunction about their lies. Their lies don't carry a moral significance. You and I say something and we, we worry about, well, God, I hope I got that right. Uh, it bothers our conscience. Uh, they have nothing like that, Stu. Lying is a tool. Um, the second thing, Stu, is they can't remember their lies. I find that people who lie a lot are just really stupid in how they leave these clues um, where their lies lead to. Um, and I think it's because lies have no no significance to them. So, Stu, that's what we got going on there. In other news, Stu, um, Starbucks, you remember how liberal Starbucks is? During the um, George Floyd stuff, their CEO, what was his name, Schultz, wanted his employees to talk to the customers about race. Uh, anyway, Stu, um, some of these stores are unionizing. There are 220 stores that have voted to, to unionize. And, of course, when you do that, the workers have to vote. Well, guess what, Stu? They have a mail-in voting voting system. And guess what liberal Starbucks did, Stu? They appealed to the, um, the National Labor Board and says, this isn't right. They can't do that. Of course, they don't want the unionization, Stu, big liberal company. Uh, but they said they can't do that. There's no chain of custody with the ballots. Well, no shit. And neither is there in a presidential election. Um we also learned about mail-in ballots, Stu. It's really the only way the Democrats can win can win an election. Um, but the United States Post Office, Stu, I don't know where they have the authority to do this or the money, uh, but they have announced an election and government mail services department just out of the blue. So they can collect ballots. And um, Stu, they're... They're a federal union. Um, the, the mere fact that they are federal employees and they are unionized federal employees means they're 100% partisan for the Democrats. Um, and we remember what happened in the 2020 election when there were truckloads of ballots delivered by the post office to various locations in Pennsylvania. And Stu, how many uh, mail carriers, and there was a lot of reports of this in 2020, would collect ballots and then throw them away? So Stu, it's a horrible idea. Speaking of horrible, Stu, the Wicked Witch of Wyoming, hopefully by the time this podcast comes uh, on tomorrow, has lost her primary in Wyoming. Um, Trump won 70% of the vote there, Stu, 
people hate her. CNN ran a clip the other day. They went out there to interview folks, and they were shocked that people in Wyoming just didn't like Liz Cheney. Finish this thing! Let's go! At Frontier Days in Cheyenne, Wyoming, we found plenty of Republican voters bucking the Cheney name and vowing not to support Congresswoman Liz Cheney for a fourth term. Are you planning to vote for Liz Cheney? Can I cuss? Hell no. Are you planning to support Liz Cheney? Absolutely not. What are your thoughts about Liz Cheney running for a fourth term? Um, personally, I think she said four, three too many. Keep in mind, in 2020, Donald Trump won about 70% of the vote in Wyoming. So Liz Cheney's work on the January 6th investigation isn't playing so well with many Wyoming voters. She's done us dirty. How so? Oh, God. Look at what, how she's done Trump. I'm a, I'm a Trump fan. I'm sorry. So she lost your vote because of her role on the January 6th committee and what she's yes. doing about Trump? Yes. She's supposed to be supporting him. She's a Republican, for crying out loud. I find her work on the January 6th committee just repulsive. How do you feel about her work on the January 6th committee and her role? It's all a hoax. It's all propaganda. has nothing to do with anything. It's a witch hunt. Well, she says she's defending what's important to people here in Wyoming, uh, upholding the rule of law, defending the me. Constitution. If that was the rule of law, why doesn't he have a defense team in that courtroom? That ain't the rule of law. That's a kangaroo court. That's not the Wyoming way. She has been an embarrassment. It's a witch hunt. Are you proud of her for taking on Donald Trump? No. Stu, they look at that as flyover country. Uh, they don't respect people like Wyoming, Wyomingans. Um, but uh, I hope for the sake of the country, that bitch is gone. Speaking of someone who was gone, Stu, and someone who actually was unfairly treated was the Washington State football coach, Nick Rolovich. He and four of his assistants refused to be vaccinated. Well, guess what? And they used, they used the religious exemptions, too. Well, guess what? An example was made out of them by the totalitarian state of Washington and their Governor Inslee. They were fired. Well, he's filed a $25 million lawsuit against the University of Washington. And Stu, I think it's really interesting. Now the CDC has come out again, as we reported the the other day, and they basically have said, well, you know, the vaccines don't work. And uh, if you haven't been vaccinated, it's okay, because there is a case for immunity. No shit. People have known that for thousands of years. You dumb motherfuckers. It's just unbelievable, Stu. So I hope the guy wins. Um Arizona, Stu, Doug Ducey, the kind of um, wimpy Republican governor there, has done something unwimpish. There's about a thousand foot wall, hole in the wall in Yuma. He's uh, constructed a bunch of um, container boxes and he's put razor wire on the top of it to plug the hole. Um, so it shows you uh, that issue is getting heated up. And of course, I heard today uh, Mayor Adams in New York complaining about how these busloads of immigrants are coming to New York. Oh, well, what what is good for thee is not good for, for thou? Is that the saying, Stu? No, what? Yeah. So anyway, Stu, it just shows their hypocrisy. Uh, 
so Joe Biden had had COVID. He's hidden in the White House for about two weeks. Um, then he took a week long vacation in Kiowa. And still, most presidents, when they're on vacation, they have an announcement or they just say, go before the cameras for a little while. I don't think we saw any of that. Um, he comes home, he comes back to the White House for five hours today. And guess what, Stu? He's going back on vacation in Delaware. Now, Stu, all of this was happening while the FBI Trump raid, the most despicable act of of government in many, many, many years was going on. And I don't believe he's actually had a comment to the press about this. I think he may have been asked about it, you know, shouted at by the press corps, and he didn't answer anything. So, Stu, as I've said many, many times, when our government isn't transparent about things, there's a reason. They're usually hiding things. And as the DOJ seems to be trying to find an excuse um, as to why they raided Mar-a-Lago, one that might stick. I think it makes sense for the president just to shut up because uh, he has to get on board with whatever the lie is. And Stu, Jill Biden has COVID. Now, she's Joe Biden's hospice nurse. Uh, you got to think, oh, excuse me, she's Joe Biden's nurse. And you have to think that she's around him all the time. And of course, you know, he took that experimental drug that we that we know uh, uh, and has happened. Matter of fact, we predicted it would happen, allows people to get COVID again after they've uh, tested negative. So is he going to get COVID again, Stu? Um, anyway, Stu, moving on. Um, now, this is interesting. The, the trial in Michigan is going on where the FBI, the FBI feigned a recruited guys to kidnap the governor of, of Michigan uh, and then to assassinate her. OK, they recruited that. OK, that was their recruitment message. So they set this thing up. Um, it's all blown up. They had a trial. There was a hung jury. There are two guys on trial now for participating in this. Um, and at during testimony today, an FBI operative stated that it was the FBI that opened the doors at the Michigan State House the day they had their uh, COVID uh, protest there. Uh, now, if the FBI opens up the doors at a state house are the rumors and, and and evidence true that they had something to do with opening up the doors the electronic doors january 6th at the capitol we already know they had agents provocateur stirring up the crowd and encouraging them to storm the capitol Stu, it is a demonic dangerous organization and Stu, speaking of demonic, let's go to how the Catholic Church is thought of. Uh, let's go to how some people um, attack the Catholic Church. Uh, there's a dude um, named Daniel Pennington who writes for uh, The Atlantic. 
who stated that the rosary is a symbol of extremism, Stu. And you might say, gee, um, what kind of nut is that? How can the rosary be a symbol of extremism? Well, Stu, it's not. But in order for communism to survive, to get to gain a foothold, religion has to be destroyed because religion, the truths behind religion are at odds with the tenets of, of communism and they disprove um, the efficacy of communism. Therefore, everything must be destroyed. And that is the history of Marxism uh, throughout the 20th uh, century. They do two things right away. They take away your guns and they and they destroy Christianity and Judaism for that. All right, Stu, that's what I got. Sounds good. So I am looking at a few stories. I'm just going to run through them pretty quickly. So the teachers union and Minneapolis, they have negotiated a clause where white educators would be laid off first, regardless of seniority. And this is to make up for the past discriminations. So doesn't matter if your family is white, but Polish and never were involved with slavery in the modern era, you are still to blame. Doesn't matter if you're Scandinavian, which Minnesota has a fair amount of Scandinavian immigrants settled there in the 20th and 19th century, you could still get fired. And so this is all. Suppose I'm of Irish descent and Libyan pirates captured me and enslaved me in Africa which of course we know happened a lot. That's why the United States invaded Tripoli in 1803. So in that case, would I get special treatment over somebody of African descent? I imagine not. (laughs) But this new contract has been criticized as being unconstitutional, clearly, and that it's one of the first in the nation that has this very strange phraseology that I've never seen before. And so they call it seniority disrupting. And so that way you don't allow teachers who've been there for 20 years to stay on while others get laid off. The question is, why are, why are we even contemplating layoffs? That should really be the question. Uh, but Stu, the real question is why is there seniority at, at all? Why not just um, keep the best teachers? That's the way the private sector works. So if your kids pass all the SOLs, you are in a higher safety position than others who don't, unless there's some special thing written into your contract, like you're a special education teacher, or if you're a blah, blah, um, you're specifically working with kids who are typically not passing. I guess that's what you're advocating for. Well, um, or at least considering why. Well, the consumers in, in all the rest of society uh, choose these things. Uh, they choose the teachers they want. And they pick who they think are the best teachers. Um, but in the world of government unions, it's pretty much 
much something, but it is something else. And um, generally it's, you know, we pick the most mediocre uh, people to teach our school children. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, don't disagree. Um, but we'll see how that develops. Next story, woke LA DA George Gasson clings to power as he survives recall petition after 200,000 signatures were thrown out for being invalid. Democrats slammed the attempted political power grab. They needed at least 570,000 valid petition signatures and 520 some were said to be valid, but they threw out 200,000. This is being challenged, of course, by, by the recall Gasson campaign. And they tweeted out something that I really liked. The removal of George Gasson from office has never been a matter of if, but when. The citizens of Los Angeles cannot afford another two years of Gasson unleashing havoc on their streets. People's lives are at stake. So hopefully they can successfully challenge that and get him out of there as soon as possible. But uh, this was the second attempt to qualify a recall election that would remove him after this initially failed last year. It's funny. I read what the register's office put out about um, why certain ballots didn't qualify. But still, they don't do the same thing in an election. Um, you know, they had people who didn't live in the district, people who might have been dead, you know, all these things. They say, well, this isn't uh, a valid ballot or valid signature. But it's funny, they don't enforce those rules in general elections. Yeah, it's funny how nitpicky they get when it really comes for them, of course. But yeah. And then my last article today is from... Um, some international news and, you know, I've been keeping an eye on this, but Singapore's next prime minister warns U.S. and China are closer to war after Pelosi's Taiwan visit, American missile test, and Beijing's military drills. And so he feels like tensions have gone up a notch and, you know, he's quite close to the action. So I think he might know some things that we don't, but uh, he had this great quote. We're starting to see a series of decisions being taken by both countries that will lead us to more dangerous territory. And so hopefully we can avert this, but it really does seem like we are just willingly marching into this. And who knows? I know there was some talk that Trump had nuclear secrets. If hypothetically, if Joe Biden and Merrick Garland were concerned that Trump's safe might be infiltrated by Chinese spies, why aren't they telling Trump, hey, just be warned, but we're concerned that there might be some Chinese spies trying to infiltrate you instead of, you know, bursting into his house. But of course, that's not how we work in this country. Anymore. Why didn't they just ask for the documents? Um, Stu, we all know what happened. It's a fishing expedition trying to find a crime. Um, the FBI has become a Gestapo police organization for the Democratic Party. That's simple. 
but those are my three stories and I'm just keeping an eye on that. But uh, hopefully everything will start to calm down in the next few days and we can uh, quit worrying about the FBI, you know, targeting U.S. citizens. Well, Steve, here we are talking about the fabricated story about nuclear secrets uh, on what might be the advent of a nuclear war because of the incompetence of our administration. So how serious are they? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'll catch you later. All right, Stu, go get them. Be the ball. See ya later. Uh, Happy, the ball itself has its own energy or life force, if you will. Its natural environment is in the home. So why don't you send him home? His bags are packed. He's got his airplane tickets. Bring him to the airport. Send him home. <laughs> send him home. I just send him home. It's time to go home there, ball. <laughs>